there. How was your day? It's Mr. Damon. Did you get to go somewhere today? If so, where did you go? Did you get to go to school? Did you go to a sports practice? Maybe you went to the moon or you got to go to Narnia. Listen, if you went to the moon, please, will you take me with you next time? But if you did get to go somewhere, I'll bet you used some type of transportation, like your parents' car, your bike, a jetpack, or on the back of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Hold on, stop for that red light, T-Rex. However you got there, I'll bet it probably wasn't riding, hmm, I don't know, down an alligator-infested river inside a small basket. Believe it or not, that is exactly how our hero in today's story gets to where he needs to be. And the hero? Oh yeah, is also a baby. Church kids, do you know that every story in the Bible points us to Jesus? It's true! From Adam and Eve to Noah to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, and to today's person, whose name is Moses. Our story picks up where we left off. Joseph brought his family, called the Hebrews or Israelites, down to the country of Egypt during the famine and gave them all beautiful homes and took care of them. When they arrived, they were about 70 people in total. That's probably around the size of like a family reunion that you have during the summer. But as time passed, the Israelite family grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. Fast forward 400 years later, now the Israelite family is about 2 million people living there in Egypt. 2 million! That's a whole lot of babies. Those are not the last babies that you're going to hear about in today's story. Ha! Babies are cute. Sadly, over time, everyone in Egypt forgot about how Joseph helped save the entire country. They forgot about how God used Joseph to give Pharaoh the king such a great idea. And then, a new evil Pharaoh came to power. Bum, bum, ba! <sighs> Lightning crash. This new Pharaoh hated the Israelites and decided to make them his slaves. Pharaoh forced the Israelites to do back-breaking work, building his cities and his monuments. God's people were miserable, and they asked God to help them. Do you think that God heard them? Of course he did. He's always listening to us, and he always hears us when we talk to him. Do you think God helped them? Yes, of course. But he didn't do it in the way that they thought. Instead of sending a superhero with super strength or a super soldier with rocket launchers, God sent a chubby, gurgly, drooly baby. What? Yup, a baby. And the baby's name was Moses. Now, do you remember Pharaoh, our bad guy? He saw how many kids the Israelites were having, and he got scared that soon the Israelites would outnumber the Egyptians and take over the whole country. So Pharaoh came up with a wicked plan to stop 
Israel from growing. He told his soldiers to drown all of the Israelite baby boys that were born in the Nile River. How terrible is that? But Moses' mom loved him too much to let that happen. So she decided to disobey Pharaoh's evil law. To help Moses escape, she made a little basket out of river plants and laid him inside. Then she closed the lid and let him float away down the Nile River. Moses had an older sister named Miriam, and she ran down the riverbank, keeping an eye on her tiny baby brother's boat as it bobbed and twirled on top of the swirling water. As the little basket floated down the river, it drifted towards the shore and stopped right next to Pharaoh's own daughter, who happened to be hanging out at the river with her friends. Was this a coincidence, church kids? No way! God directed the basket and Moses to the exact place he needed to go. God knew when Pharaoh's daughter was going to be hanging out at the beach. Just like Jesus takes care of and protects you, even when you can't take care of yourself. When Pharaoh's daughter heard the baby crying, she felt so sorry for him that she took Moses out of his basket and tenderly held him in her arms. When Miriam saw, she ran up to the princess and asked her, uh, do you want me to find someone to take care of that chubby baby for you? Well, that's a great idea, the princess said. So Miriam ran home and got, you guessed it, Moses' mom. So the princess paid Moses' mom to take care of her own son. She was so happy. So let's recap this. Moses' mom trusts God in the face of a scary situation by sending Moses on an adventure in a basket down a river full of crocodiles. The basket just happens to bump into Pharaoh's own daughter who falls in love with him and Moses' mom gets to take care of him and gets paid money for it. So God had Moses grow up safe and sound in the palace of the very man who wanted to kill him. Church kids, how incredible is Jesus? Just like God took care of Moses, he is taking care of and protecting you. He's going to take care of your family. Jesus used the same river that Pharaoh wanted to kill Moses in to carry him to safety. Instead of murdering Moses, God turned Pharaoh into Moses' grandpa. Years later, God would use Moses to lead the Israelites out of Egypt to freedom. And after that, God would send another baby to rescue humanity. Only this time, this baby wouldn't just rescue a nation. He'd rescue the whole world. When Jesus was born as a baby, an evil king tried to kill him too. But God protected him and kept him safe. Let's talk with Jesus. And together, let's thank him for always being with us and taking care of us, even in the middle of scary situations, just like he took care of Moses.
Say this after me. Jesus, I know that you love me and that you take care of me. When I feel scared or alone, will you remind me that you're with me, loving me, and keeping me safe? I am not afraid of bad things happening because you're with me. Thank you for giving me a great day today. And I am excited about tomorrow. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Remember this. Jesus is always with you and he loves you. Have a wonderful night's sleep and sweet dreams. I can't wait to talk with you tomorrow. Good night.